0: disease. Hi, I'm Lisi, and I have a gluten allergy. And this is Gluten-Free Gaming. Today we are talking about Nancy Drew, the white wolf of Icicle Creek. But before we talk about it, uh, let's do a little check-in on life. How are things going?
1: Things are going good. I got my hair dyed yesterday, but my hair is already so dark that they couldn't exactly do the color that I wanted. But It's okay because it still looks cool. It looks more black than it used to, so that's good. But I was going for yeah, you like... You kind of have a Snow White vibe. Thanks. That's that's what I'm going for. Josh was making fun of me because he was like, oh, you know, like you, you dye your hair black, you know, you want to be like an e-girl, like goth, but you hate killing bugs. And I'm like, I'm scared of bugs. Let's normalize soft e Soft e-girl. <laughs> we can cut out the e-thoughts. But anyways, but yeah, I was going for like more of like a blue-black look, but none of the blue stuck to any of my hair, but it did stick to my scalp. So now if you look at me from like the top, I look like a smurf. That's how my day's going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sounds good. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I just started school um, last semester, working on classes. They're not fun. I mean, they're fun, they're really good classes. It's just like having to go in person is very stressful. <laughs> yeah. And now people see me outside of a box and it's weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, they no, like, I'm like excited. And also like, I don't know how much of this is like, is going to be a culture shock to me at this point, because it's been so long since I've had to do any of that in person. So. Yeah,
0: and you also haven't been doing any work in person either. So yeah,
1: so it'll be, it'll be whack. Um, my internship just ended. So I'm going to be applying to stuff at the Career, fener- career-, career Fair hosted by the Career Center. So, yeah, we'll hope that I get another good job soon so that I'm not broke for a, a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yay!
0: Okay, we will get into Nancy Drew. So, Nancy Drew, The White Wolf of Icicle Creek, came out in 2007 for PC and 2008 for the Wii. It is not the only Nancy Drew PC game that was made for another console. We also have... Um, the message in a haunted mansion which is the third game i believe in the series uh that came out on game boy advanced which like i can't even imagine how that plays like i
1: can barely i should i should get that like i we should do that one next season and i will get it on my game boy and i will play it that's a quick one
0: too it took me like four hours to do at least or at most and then Curse of Blackmore Manor, which is a really fun one, um, but takes a long time. Uh, but, like, I think it's one of the best ones. Uh, that one was released on DVD, which I don't understand.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, like, I was thinking about this the other day because, like, a lot of people, when they talk about, like, the weird different types of video games that have been released, they don't talk about DVD releases. And, like... More so than that, I'm thinking about how, like, some, like, movie DVDs used to come with, like, a game.
0: Yeah. Like, if you,
1: had like, were in the menu and you, like, you went to extras, there'd be, like, a game. Like, I remember specifically, Journey for, to the Center of the Earth, there was this, like, game where you used, like, the arrow buttons on the TV remote to, like, go through this, like, um, mine, like, on a mine cart. And then if you, like, made the wrong turn, you, like, died and you had to start over. So it was, like, very simple. But, like, I remember having fun with it. So I'm, like, that's it's so weird. Like, those just kind of go... Forgotten about, but I have no idea how you'd play Nancy Drew with a TV remote.
0: Yeah, the only thing I could think of was that it was just similar to *Seen It* in terms of just like like style. I don't know. um
1: Yeah, or maybe you use like the TV remote, kind of like a, like a Wii remote without like the IR pointer. But like, God, that must be a pain to navigate if you have to use the arrows to go and like try and move your cursor. Oh my God, I feel like I would have an aneurysm.
0: Yeah, uh, *The Ghost of Thornton Hall* was also released for tablets. The Ghost of Thornton Hall was a bit of a disappointment for me, but I will talk about that later uh, whenever we cover that one. But that was released for tablets. Um, Yeah, the Wii version of this game of White Wolf um, is very different in play style because for PC games, they are all point and click adventures. And Mm -hmm. the Wii game had to be a little more adventurous because it's kind of hard to point and click with the little sensor. So they had to change up some of the style of the, um, of the game. I didn't really, I couldn't really find a lot of content on people who played it. So maybe you could shed some light on how it was when you
1: played it. I will be your expert witness, but just warning you, I never even got to the point where I found the old shack.
0: You're fine. So Lisi actually played this game on Wii when it came out in around 2008-2009 territory. So Mm -hmm. that is Lisey's history with this game. If you want to try and explain how it was played on the Wii versus how it is played as a traditional point and click on the
1: PC. From what I remember, like, you didn't use the nunchuck at all. So it was still very much a point and click. Like, you just had to, like, point and, like, go and navigate that way. So it was, like, just basically your Wii remote was replacing the mouse. So not a whole lot of effort was, like, put into making it a Wii game. But, um... I mean, like getting it to run on the Wii was like, you know, it's somewhat impressive because, you know, the Wii's hardware was super great. So I'm sure they had to optimize it a little bit.
0: Uh, It wasn't well received on the Wii. So they didn't really ever make it on a different platform Um, or they never made it on the Wii again (laughs) or on on an Apple system again or other Nintendo system. There you go. Yeah.
1: I wonder how the one on Game Boy was received because, like, I mean, they made the Wii one, so, like, it must have been, like, good enough. But then again, everything sold on the Game Boy, man. You'd be surprised at how many trash games were made for that system. But anyways, um, yeah, so, like... Hey, Message in a Haunted Mansion isn't trash. I believe that, but also, I would like to see how an Drew game runs on the Game Boy. Like, I just, I want to know. But anyways, um, so, yeah, so when I played it, uh, there i did i would say i got maybe like almost halfway through the game but i got stuck at a certain point because i didn't realize that i should turn around literally that was I'll, I'll explain later when we're going through the plot of the game but i just didn't realize i should turn around and i just kept dying um but oh i i know what you mean yeah so um me as an 8 year old was obviously not intelligent enough to play any intricate games but that goes for the pc ones as well cuz my other friend who i grew up with uh played them a bunch as well and she lent me some of hers and I was like, this, I'm, I'm not, I'm not smart enough for this. Um, but I played like the dossier ones, which are like for like younger kids. Um, so this is the first time I finished a Nancy Drew game. That was not a dossier Nancy Drew game. So yay, yay. And it was only because of the walkthrough. Like I definitely would have gotten stuck without the walkthrough, but like, it's fine.
0: Um, shout out to the Game Boomers Walkthrough. They got me through all 33 Nancy Drew video games uh, this past winter. I I used to play these when I was a child um, up until I was nine and didn't have a computer anymore. Um, and so I did play, I might have played, I don't even remember if I played this game. I might have played this game. Um Back in the day, but I couldn't remember a single thing I had played uh, when I went and replayed them all, uh, which was kind of funny. Um, But I also have no memory, so that makes sense. Um, This game, White Wolf, is uh, based off of The Mystery of the Mother Wolf, um, which is one of the latest Nancy Drew books to be released. It was released in 2000 and Nancy Drew halted print in 2003. Um, They were The Nancy Drew books, everyone knows them. They were in print for 73 years. And there was actually like a big controversy coming up now because a lot of people are realizing the Nancy Drews that they grew up with, one through 34, were reprinted to be less feminist. They changed a lot of the stories and they also um, like shortened them. And some people say it was just a financial thing. And some people say that it was also to censor And they also ended up being a bit more racist in the reprints, um, which is interesting. Yikes. Um, Yeah, so it's really hard to find originals now, um, and they're very expensive. I was doing a little, like, digging on, like, how much it would be to get, like, even just, like, the 34th book, um, like, the last to be reprinted, how much that would be. And it's a lot. (laughs) uh it's like 400 minimum for these books uh depending on and these are like well loved books so like depending on the state of where um they're even way more expensive um but yeah there's a lot of controversy in the nancy drew community if anyone wants to go into that um but uh yeah the Nancy Drew, uh, books as well as these, um, video games, uh, are edutainment, um, and meant for a young woman audience, um, a young girl audience, uh, they are meant for empowerment and, uh, for showing that a woman can do things, um, which is always wonderful to hear. we love it. Nancy Drew, a feminist icon. (laughs) She is. Uh, It was published by Her Interactive and um, by Sega on Wii.
1: Um, Wait, Sega made
0: it? That's hilarious.
1: Yeah. That's so funny.
0: Sega made it on
1: Wii. That's funny, I thought Her Interactive published it for the Wii. That's that's so funny. That's hilarious. Um,
0: And this is the 16th Nancy Drew adventure game and that is not related to the dossier series, which is its own thing. They only made two dossier series games, and they wanted to make a third, and they didn't. There was an intent to publish more things on different, yeah, on different things. They tried to publish more on different consoles and different programs, but they realized really quickly that it always worked out best on PC. So they kind of stuck to PC for the last r- rounds of their games. Um, so some issues within her interactive right now, if you want to hear some controversy, um, the uh, her interactive decided that the newest Nancy game is the first in their revival series, um, which basically means that they are... Um, making these games on unity unity now um i don't know a lot about game creation but unity is like a really popular game making thing yeah um and it makes it so that it's easier to port to other systems and so that you can do vr if you wanted to um but their most recent game the only game so far that has been made on unity is midnight in salem and it sucked um And I hated it. And it's not even in my definitive ranking because it sucks so bad. Um, (laughs) And it just like, it didn't run the same. It was not meant to be a Nancy Drew game. And then it also, to top it all off, it didn't have Lonnie Manella as the voice of Nancy. Um, And she is the most iconic person ever. Um, She is 71 years old and she has voiced every single Nancy since the first game. And she has also been a voice in games like Starcraft, the Land Before Time PC games, the the Diablo series, Sonic the Hedgehog, Frogger, the Fire Emblem series since 2007, Super Smash Bros. She's in a couple Super Smash Bros. New Super Mario Brothers Wii and uh, Amnesia, Skyrim, Mortal Kombat, God of War, The Last of Us 2, uh she's in a ton of other also for mario brothers weep. you know what she she voices what she voices like the dry bones and the Koopa. incredible what a legend i love this woman so much and they like booted her off they just i don't know it's like there's definitely nepotism involved in the new production because the voice of nancy her boyfriend voices ned oh my god (laughs) so uh And I don't I don't hate the new voice of Nancy, but she sounds more like a bratty teenage girl and not like a mature young woman um, who is actually trying to find a mystery and not trying to get gossip. But whatever. I like I love Lonnie Manella and I will fight for her forever. She deserves it. Um, Look at her. Look at her IMDb. Look at her Wikipedia. It is the most insane thing to look at to see what she's voiced like. She is in every game you've ever played. Um for her. there's also a lot going on more a bit about the Nancy Drew games. I won't talk about these in the other episodes because we're talking about it in this one, but there is a ton of diversity in these games. There is a lot of gender and racial diversity. Um not as much in the earlier games, but even still um in Message in a Haunted Mansion, like there is no uh holding back from having black and asian characters. Um, And there's also a lot of commentary in these games, a lot of social commentary, a lot of activism commentary. Um, Specifically in White Wolf, we have activism on um, animal cruelty and uh, like sanctuaries for protected animals and stuff like that. Um, In one game, there is like an entire conversation about who deserves to display the art of a culture. Is it the culture themselves or is it someone else? You know, like it is like really amazing that these games have these subtle bits of commentary on social issues while also being really fun to play and really interesting because that is wonderful for young people and young girls specifically to see, like see themselves in these stories and see different issues that they may not have heard about recently Um, especially, like, in the early 2000s, mid-2000s, when there wasn't a lot of internet for them to be able to consume every single source of news ever. Um, It was, like, a way for them to hear a side of the story that also involved them.
1: Now we're on to White Wolf. Wait, before we we leave, talking about her interactive completely, um, so since you mentioned Unity briefly and you don't know a ton about it, I thought I would interject some things because I've worked with unity uh, in the past and it's not super hard to pick up. Um, uh, it's like a lot simpler to work with. Um, and it makes like 3d game development a lot easier, which like, you know, the Nancy Drew games aren't necessarily like really 3d, but like they do add depth to a lot of the scenes and like, you're supposed to be moving around in 3d environment. So like I can see why they would opt for Unity, especially because I, I watched the whole credits, right? Because who am I? I finished this game at like 1.30 in the morning. It's fun, And it's I watched fun. the credits. Um, and I couldn't help but notice that it said that it was developed using C++ and Microsoft DirectX. And I know this was developed in 2007, so those were quite possibly some of the better alternatives at the time for PC games. But Unity was made in 2002. I didn't know that actually. Or like started up in 2002. I didn't know that too, but, yeah. um, but yeah. So I've personally used C++ to code things and it's a bitch. Um, and Microsoft DirectX. Well, here's what I'll say about Microsoft. I've never used Microsoft DirectX, but anything like coding, like that is like made or designed by Microsoft, like for instance, their like their version of a command line, whatever is designed to be like hard to use almost is what it feels like. Cause they're they're a very proprietary company. They want like their people to be, you know, designing stuff. So like with the knowledge that of course like Microsoft has their own game design and everything like they have Xbox and everything. I cannot imagine that DirectX was a fantastic engine to use. So props to them for, I don't know. I feel like they could have come up with something better, though. to be honest, but um, I mean. I'm not sure if they made all of their games via that
0: um, up until, uh, I'm not sure if they made all of them up until Sea of Darkness with C++ and DirectX. Um, but I know that Unity was like a big switch yeah. for them. Um, and it was a bad switch, and I will fight to my death to say that it was a bad switch for them to make. It was, like, I'm not even going to let you play this game until we finish every other Nancy, J- Nancy Drew game, because it
1: sucks so bad. Well, I'll have to see it for myself. And you need Maybe to I'll look up like, a sucks. YouTube video of, like, what it looks like to play it, because, like, I don't know. I feel like it's hard to mess up using Unity. Like, it's just a superior game development. No, it, it, it's not even that, well, first of all,
0: the game is super glitchy, like really low frame rates. It was really hard for me to get it to actually like run smoothly. And I had to like change a ton of settings that uh, like, cause Unity has like the option to change like a billion different mm-hmm. settings. Um, so I had to change so much. I had to drop the frame rate or drop the quality of the picture of, so like all of my trees were just big green squares. So that the actual movement of the game wasn't like walking through a bunch of like mud. That sucks. Like, um... And also the dialogue is really bad and there's a lot of issues with um, like the point and click style doesn't really work and they're kind of moving away from the point and click style. Um, So this was kind of like a good transition game for them if they want to move away from that but it didn't work (laughs) there's a lot of things that didn't work it's not just the fact that they used unity
1: yeah yeah no obviously it sounds like that um but yeah no I could I could see like I feel like Nancy Drew games were always supposed to be able to run on like anything like they're not supposed to be graphically intensive they're not supposed to be difficult to run they're not supposed to have these issues and I can see why if they didn't put a ton of effort into optimizing it for unity and for like the lower end graphics you know lower end processing PCs and I can see how this would be a problem yeah anyways I'll have to say I was like I had never actually and again I don't know a ton about game development so maybe this is more common than I think it was but I was surprised to see C++ involved in you know making a game but I mean it makes some sense but I was also like man respect because I could never
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah So now that we've talked about Nancy Drew enough, this is gonna be a spoiler section. Um, If you decide, hey, I actually wanna play White Wolf before I listen, go ahead and do that now and then come back to whenever this timestamp is. Uh, So the setting in the story, this takes place in Alberta, Canada, in the middle of winter at the Ice Creek Lodge where Nancy is hired by the owner Chantal to be a undercover detective, um, where she ends up acting as a maid and cook in order to uh, snoop around people's rooms and figure out who has been setting off bombs in these mountains in the middle of winter and creating avalanches and messing with wildlife. And then we also have, of course, the white wolf in the story, um, and the white wolf will uh, howl every time an accident occurs. So a lot of people are blaming the wolf as an omen. And so the white wolf is its own character in that she is a, like she's a huge talking point throughout the beginning story. And then she's a huge like actual character in the end, um, in the middle and end of the story, which is awesome in my opinion. I think it's really cool. Um, The characters and the suspects, of course we have Nancy Drew, our queen.
1: Um, love <laughs> we
0: love her. We love her. Okay, something interesting. Um, you will never see Nancy Drew in any game. Um, There's no mirrors or anything? Sometimes in the, in the mirrors, you don't see her. Um, and in the end, sometimes if she's with her friends um, uh, or if she's with Ned, they'll have pictures at the end and she will be covered up. Like her face and stuff will be covered up, the life of a spy. which I think is kind of I think it's kind of cool because it kind of gives you a um it it puts you more as Nancy like you still are Nancy you're not playing this other character yeah um, and whenever whenever I talk about it I always say we as in me and Nancy <laughs> if we do something <laughs> like I know that's really dumb but like it feels like you're doing this with Nancy it doesn't feel like you are you know just playing a game like it feels like you are very much. The Nancy Drew of this game, yeah. Which just an interesting thing that happens. Also, um, if you go into bathrooms, fun fact: if you go into va- bathrooms, you will hear a sound clip. Sometimes the sound clip is um, references to other games. In this one, um, I, uh, if you go into the bathroom, you can hear her singing a like a song in Hawaiian, and that references uh one of the previous games where she um goes to Hawaii and um there are a lot of uh easter eggs I'll talk about easter eggs in a minute but um a lot of references to older games and a lot of references to the actual Nancy Drew books um the games obviously are very different from the books because they're video games but they still want to make sure that like you're getting the love of the Nancy Drew books from these games yeah. Ollie is the handyman. When Chantal told me you were just a young thing, well, I thought she was pulling my leg. But you're not much older than my little girl, Freddie.
1: Well, if one of the people at the lodge is to blame for all those accidents, Chantal thinks somebody like me has a better chance of figuring out who it is than somebody more, you know, hard-nosed.
0: Chantal has a bad habit of making up her mind without thinking things clear through. Uh, No need for you to tell her I said that, of course. He wants to kill the wolf. That's his motivation and he's kind of mean he thinks he thinks the wolf's (laughs)
1: causing all the problems
0: he thinks that if the wolf is dead then there will no longer be bombs my question is why do you think there are bombs sir if the
1: sir sir one
0: second why do you think there are bombs if it's a wolf
1: yeah i i don't understand (laughs)
0: like there is like they talk about like c4 and stuff like that like there's evidence of bomb stuff and literally you go to a bomb several bomb sites and you get murked by a an avalanche half the time like so i don't know it's just a dumb a weird thing but that's his motivation is killing the wolf um freddie is ollie's daughter um she is an icon she is the snow queen
1: who goes there Uh, Nancy Drew? Nancy Drew shall not pass unless and until she proves herself worthy. And how does she do that? By hitting the snow princess ten times. Snowballs only, no ice balls.
0: She will give you heat packs if you defeat her in a snowball fight, and it is the most exciting thing ever. Oh, quick question. Did you
1: play on Junior or Senior Sleuth? senior because I was like, I'm an adult. I'm 21. I can figure out how to play a children's mystery game. And the, the amount that I, I relied on that walkthrough is embarrassing, frankly. But yes, I played on senior.
0: When I initially played all the Nancy games, when I committed to playing them all in December um, or in winter break, um, I also played all of them in senior mode. But I went through and replayed most of this game in junior just so I could get through it quicker. Um, not much difference, but the ice pond, I did it in one go. So,
1: yeah. I also did it in one go because I cheated. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> did you get
0: cry? Was cry your... Uh, yeah. Uh, one of the... So, the ice pond is a Minesweeper challenge. We'll talk about it in a second. But one of the funny things is that one of the patterns that you can get is cry. The cat. The uh, cones will spell, spell out cry, Yeah. Which is so funny to me. Um, Yanni is an Olympic esque. He's not technically an Olympic skier, but they call him like Olympic caliber skier. Um, he's training like for the Olympics, basically. Yeah, he's training for a competitor of the Olympics, which is so weird. Again, just like weird things. He's from a fictional Nordic country called Fredonia. Um, and he kind of sucks. I hate him the entire time, but and he's just paranoid he thinks that all the bombs are for him they think that he thinks that it's his competitors doing it um i don't like him i kind of liked him he grew on me he's funny he definitely like inserts himself in in the wrong times Mm -hmm. um not gonna spoil the ending yet just yet but he he inserts himself uh in the ending way too much um (laughs) So that's Yanni. Um, Guadalupe, or Lupe, um, is a quote-unquote bird watcher from Los Angeles. Um, and she doesn't know much about birds, but she knows a lot about wolves. wolves. So what does
1: that say to you? <laughs> well, I mean, not to spoil it, but like, don't we find out later that she's not just a bird watcher?
0: Oh, she's not a bird watcher at all. She's a nature um, conservationist. Right, yeah. And, so. um she heard about the wolf and she wants to make sure that the wolf can like be free yes um and she uh there's actually a controversy between her and ollie because she takes all these bullets out and like messes with them um in his gun so then he's shooting at the wolf and the gun the bullets aren't hitting the wolf and he's like this wolf is magic but really we find out that guadalupe has just been Taking the bullets and messing with them so that he doesn't hit the wolf when he shoots at her, what a queen i i didn't I didn't trust her at first when I first played this, but she grew on me um Bill Kessler is the ice fisherman he hates the wolf sort of, but like he's also kind of indifferent um, he's indifferent on the negative side, I would say um But he just wants you to ice fish with him. That's all he wants. He wants you to play the stupid board game with him. Well, hello
1: there. You must be the new maid Ollie told us about. I'm Bill Kessler. This guy's Lou Talbot. Hey. What's your name again? Nancy. Nancy Drew. Just thought I'd come over and say hello. Well, Lou here's a grad student. Art major, of
0: all things. You're probably going to need a jackhammer and some hydrochloric acid to clean his room, eh? Have you two been at the lodge for a while? About a week, I guess. I checked in right after he did. We sat down after breakfast one morning and discovered that this fox and geese game is pretty
1: darn fun. I've been whipping his tail ever since.
0: The hardest part of this entire game was that board game, by the way, and I'll talk about that later. Yeah, no, I agree. (sighs) But Bill has like the most amazing Canadian accent. The voice acting in this game is astounding. I will put in some clips as we go through because it is just... Like, I love the voice acting in these games so much. Um, Lou is from, or he goes to school in California. I think he's from Canada still though. Um, But he goes to school in Canada or in California. He goes to like a UCLA type school. Um, But obviously it's not like USC, UCLA. It's got a fun other acronym. Um, He wants to snowshoe and he's an art student. And he doesn't believe that the wolf is responsible for all of the things that are happening. Suspicious, don't you think? Oh, just a bit. (laughs) Um, So those are all of the, besides Nancy and Freddie, these are all of the suspects. Our non-suspect characters, uh, we've got Ned. Ned is an icon. We love Ned and Nancy. They're the cutest couple ever. And... Ned is in literally every game. You get to call Ned and he'll just like help you recap what you want to talk about and stuff. And sometimes he gives you really good hints. Yay, Ned. (laughs) Yay, Ned. In the earlier games, you could call um, Ned or some of the other friends and ask like, what do you think I should do for this? And they can be like, if you're in junior mode, they will give you a hint. And if you're in senior mode, they're like, aren't you a senior detective? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sass. <laughs> very sassy oh. and then we have Chantal she is the uh in in I uh, don't like her she's kind of bratty she wants to prove to her dad that she's not incompetent but she kind of is she's um, not even there
1: like that was I was like hmm, huh
0: yeah you Anyways. you only your only interactions with her are via phone call um which is a lot of how these games go. You have to make a lot of phone calls. Um, You have to do a lot of internet sleuthing sometimes, depending on the game. Um, Tino Balducci. She hires Tino, maybe because they had a little fling. Um, But Tino Balducci is a cop, uh, investigator type person. And he's also a kook and a quack and a loser. And I hate him. And he's in... One of the other, like, really, really, oh, such a good game, Last Train to Blue Moon Canyon, one of, the, one of my favorites, but um, in my definitive ranking, it's not super high, but it's one of my favorites. And he plays the same just, like, kooky character who has no clue what he's doing. Literally, in this game, he prints off something from the internet to make us go quiz people, and it's the dumbest thing ever. Um, but he's supposed to be helping us, I guess. Um, so that's Tino Balducci. Hey, it's Tino. <laughs> um, and then we have the sheriff. The sheriff doesn't really help. And then we have the family members of the suspects at some point, or friends and family, or we have former victims of the assaults in uh, Icicle Creek Lodge. So we have um, a couple people, a couple who got gas leaked in the sauna and then we have a guy who broke his leg and he's playing video games and he doesn't want to talk to you which is just like us playing dancing of course (laughs) so this game has of course lots of events lots of puzzles lots of mini games well like there's one mini game but it sucks um yes there are two modes junior and senior sleuth um the junior sleuth mode is basically an easier mode um if you look at the walkthroughs, sometimes they will have a lot of difference. You can like look at the differences in the puzzles between the two, but the storyline is completely the same and there is no shame if you want to pick up junior mode and just want to kind of speed through it. Uh, senior mode, I think you definitely get like the bang for your buck for these games, which are like $5. Um, I think the most I paid yeah. for a Nancy Drew game was 15 And that was because I didn't buy it on sale because I just really wanted to play it. I know I'm talking just a lot of dense stuff. We'll get into like more talk once we get through all of this. But the basis of this game is that you have to follow this strict as heck schedule for the beginning where you have to cook three times a day and you have to do all your maid duties by noon. And it ends up being beneficial in solving them the... mystery because you have to find out who doesn't like paprika and you have to which is a weird thing but Mm -hmm. you also have to um take their clothing for uh when you befriend the wolf and that is something that happens and you need the wolf to sniff them out um so it does become useful but it also becomes a pain in the butt when you're just trying to get things done and then you accidentally miss lunch, and then you get sent to literally the next meal, and then you get yelled at by Chantal. Um, <laughs> which you know what? I
1: figured I was a hack for that. What if you sleep through a meal time, you don't get in trouble. I started doing that towards the end when I didn't feel <laughs> like cooking anymore, and then finally, well, I guess we'll get into it.
0: Yeah, there it does come to a point where like they'll be like, "Oh, you don't need to worry about this anymore." I think like Ollie yeah. takes care of it, or like enough people leave, or something. Um, yeah. It is a non-linear point-and-click game, so everyone kind of experiences the story a bit differently, but there are things that you have to do to unlock other things, and there is a sort of rhyme and reason to what you're doing. It just depends on whether you make the same phone calls, whether you do all the maid stuff on time, and stuff like that. The maid stuff for me, so in when I played Senior Sleuth, I had trouble getting the laundry bag to go into the shoot and stay in the shoot uh Mm -hmm. ollie would continue to make me ollie would say oh you didn't finish doing your maid services even if i did he did that every morning it was really annoying i didn't have that thing in junior i don't know if you had that issue
1: i never had that issue like he told me i messed up my cooking but only when i actually did
0: yeah so i think i had looked it up um, on some of the forums from like 2008 um, and that was an issue with some people, but um, it didn't like interfere with my ability to play the game. Play the game. So yeah, um, there is also an issue with going outside. If you go outside, you have to monitor your temperature um, because it is cold. You're in the Canadian winter, um, so if you're outside for too long, you can freeze to death. I love the Nancy games because you will die in these games. Like there's no way to not die at least once in these games. Um,
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like, there's like actual consequences. It's like, cause it's cool. Cause it's less of like a story game. It's less of like a novel experience, like a graphic novel or like a, what is it? Visual novel. What? yeah, Yeah. That's the name. Visual novel. And it's more of like an actual mystery game. Like you still have to solve all these puzzles. You still have to do all this stuff. You can still die. Like, a lot and of it like graphic also, novels aren't like that. Or not like, not graphic novels again. Here I go again. Visual novels are like, like as a children's game and as an adaptation of the book series, it very easily could have been one of those visual novels where like you're not very involved. But I like mm-hmm. the way that they adapted.
0: That's another issue with the newest game, Midnight in Salem, is that you don't have a lot of agency in what you do. There is not a lot of places you can go to out of order. Um you have to follow a line, and then you also don't get a lot of options for talking. You, Nancy kind of talks for you the entire time, unlike in most other games where you get a lot of text options and you can also run out of text options. So you have to be really careful when you talk to people in White Wolf and in other Nancy games, you have to be careful how you talk to people because you could want to ask a question but then ask a different question and then the opportunity to ask the question you wanted to ask can go away, Um, which sucks when you need to know stuff. So our Queen Freddie will give us a heat pack. I love her. Um, She leaves us a little cryptic note that says like, I will give you something if you come and destroy me, (laughs) Uh, which I love. I love her. Yeah. Um, So Now we're getting into puzzles. So now we get into kind of our own little commentary of how we felt about this game. The first major puzzle is the Ice Minesweeper puzzle. Um, I call it the Minesweeper puzzle because it is literally just Minesweeper. It's just Um, Minesweeper, yeah. A lot of Nancy games will take this Minesweeper-esque approach for puzzles. Um, Not all of them, but I will say this is a common one. Um, The most notable being one of the final puzzles in the one that takes place in Greece. <laughs> Can't remember the name of it now. Okay. The one that takes place in Greece, whatever that one is, it's a little newer, um, but that one has like its final puzzle. It's kind of a minesweeper, shorter puzzle. So, and on senior level, there are, so senior and junior level have each have two different options for what you can do. And it has a certain amount of cones. Um, the senior level has 23 and 29 cones. Um, the 29 cone one spells out cry because that's what you want to do when you have to play it. <laughs> um,
1: Literally, I remember playing this minigame when I was doing the Wii version and I died like so many times because again, I wasn't using a walkthrough. I wasn't cheating to figure out because I'm, I'm bad at Minesweeper. mind um, I never really played. So I just remember like dying and dying and dying and like playing it with my sister and having her try. And we were both just like, why? Why do we keep falling into this ice and dying? I mean, even as
0: a 21 year old woman playing this when I played it back in the day in the winter time in the winter months. I had so much trouble with this puzzle I don't know what would, what it was about it but like it was just not intuitive to me and I just didn't do well on this puzzle so <laughs> I used the walkthrough for this one I and this was like a big one for the walkthrough we love her
1: yeah yay walkthrough I definitely. Um, it would have taken me twice as long to finish this game if it weren't for that walkthrough.
0: We've said this before in the podcast, but there is no shame in using a walkthrough. Um, we are both semi-casual, intense gamers, <laughs> and
1: we yeah we more love, casual for sure. <laughs> we we love the uh
0: we love the games that we play, but we don't love when they are too difficult to actually get through. So you know we want to yeah, keep going.
1: It's frustrating to get stuck and to not know what to do. Like you can do a million things, and like it's easy to get stuck in answer to your games. Like another one where a walkthrough is really useful is like Subnautica because there's like the game will give you enough hints if you explore for long enough, but like it just it there is a lot of exploring that you have to do in order to find those things, and so it's nice to have like a guiding hand.
0: Yeah, and I would say below zero holds your hand a little better. than... Yeah. The original, and I think there's a lot to do with story and with just like the general vibe of those games. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things where you're like, there's nothing I can do but look at the walkthrough. Yeah. After mine sweeping, or after after mine sweeping, after sweeping the ice, you get a an explosion. Um, you see, dapper, not dapper, trapper Dan. I want to say dapper Dan's uh trapper Dan's needle. Um, which is just like a big spire that he built and it's like an obelisk yeah an obelisk that's what I meant Um, a spire uh, that's in a building so you do that you also get buried in an avalanche at one point and the wolf will dig you out and we love her for it and then when Nancy goes and interviews people later on she's like but the wolf saved me so what you got to say about that oh yeah Um, You also get to snowmobile. That becomes important later on in the story progression. (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah, the first time you have to snowmobile, I think is because you're doing like an avalanche survey or something. Yeah, you're checking to see if
0: like Skookum Ridge has been avalanched or not.
1: Yeah, there's also like
0: if you walk too far without snowshoes, you can cause an avalanche and die. There's only one avalanche you're allowed to survive. (laughs) And that's the first one you face the rest of them you're on your own It's literally
1: unavoidable yeah it's like a it's a plot thing and then it's the next all if you trigger another avalanche which is the part where I kept dying you just die and then it yeah. sets you back whatever your last save was
0: but if you crash the snowmobile you of course get sent to Chantal and she has to fire you but every single time you crash the snowmobile she does this whole thing and it's like one of the annoying things is that you can't skip through those texts so you get them like especially when I first played this I would get it like 10 times and I'd be like I don't want this please don't fire me
1: mister I never crashed the snowmobile so I never saw that one
0: Oh, you never of a snowmobile? You gotta. There's a bunk explosion, more puzzles. Um, You gotta make phone calls. In most Nancy games, I'm pretty sure in like every single Nancy game, if you
1: don't make a phone call, you will not progress. Um, Yeah, one of these, I was stuck towards the end of the game and it was because I missed like a phone call that wasn't, it never gets taken down into your journal. It's not written down anywhere. You just had to remember it when you saw it written on like a toasty hand warmer pack somewhere and I was like, what the hell so thanks thanks again game boomer walkthrough for saving my bacon
0: Mm -hmm. yeah the phone numbers this game is one of the annoying ones where you have to actually type out the phone number um instead of just clicking on the phone number or sometimes she has a cell phone um and you don't have to deal with any of this but this is one of the games where you actually have to type out by your clicker um pointer uh the phone numbers yeah. and that is annoying as heck and i hate whenever i have to do this in Nancy games it is my least favorite part um so thankfully i didn't play that much of it the second time around but um yeah that was one of the annoying things about this game for me um in terms of accessibility because it's really annoying to have to type in all the phone numbers and then you have to go to your notes um one thing is when you play junior mode you get a checklist of things to do And when you play senior mode, you do not get a checklist. You end up getting a checklist in some of the later games for senior mode, actually. But the checklist is a lot more vague. It's like, Mm. search for stuff (laughs) is the checklist. (laughs) Or like, Like, wow, what a checklist. Like, call people. (laughs) Like, it's very vague. But um, in most of the games, you don't get a checklist unless you're playing junior mode. Um, And if you go into where it says you could have a checklist, it'll say, you're a senior sleuth. You
1: don't deserve I a checklist. That. I did that. I was like, since I'm a senior sleuth, I don't need a checklist. And I was like, okay, confidence, Nancy, but like, I don't remember things. I need to write things down.
0: One of, one of my pro tips, Lucy's pro tips for playing Nancy games, take so many pictures with your phone. Um, I would take pictures of any phone number I saw or anything that looked interesting or, uh, you know, like it was easier to take a picture and then have my phone there so that I could like compare it. Because sometimes if you have to do a task, you can't look at both at once. So you have to like exit mm-hmm. the task multiple times. I just took a picture of it. I also wrote a lot of things down. Um, my diary has a lot of uh, notes from Nancy games. Amazing. Um, so interspersed that. with my uh, own ramblings, which is fun. But yes, phone calls, annoying and tedious, but you get to talk to Ned and you guys are so cute. Ned. We love Ned. More puzzles. Uh, you get to go fishing. You get to go ice fishing. And you have to catch a two-foot height. It doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> and yeah. I hate the ice fishing mini game. It kind of sucks.
1: Yeah, it was kind of annoying because like, so you're just trying to move this, this line up and down. It's kind of like the Club Penguin Fishing game, but like you can catch mm-hmm. like the wrong thing. That's exactly what I thought of every time I played this was it's exactly like the Club Penguin Fishing game. Yeah, and then, like, if your line is far down on the screen and, like, a log comes in the middle, like, if, if fish come in the middle of your line, like, they usually don't eat it unless it's sturgeon. But a sturgeon in a log, no matter where your line is, if they hit any part of the line, it, like, quits out of the minigame. It's so annoying. Um, the walkthrough recommended that you save before you start fishing and then load every time you die so you don't waste time. Because, like, the, you know, time passing in this game actually has consequences if you forget to do a meal or something. Because you're, you know... Did we ever mention that she's an undercover maid?
0: Yeah, I, I mentioned that at the beginning. Okay,
1: good. Wanted to make sure. Um, but yeah, because like, you know, the time actually matters in this game, especially like if it got to be like super late outside and then it would be like super cold and you'd have to spend the entire night in the shed. Um, Wait, so, did you do that? No, but because um, I saved before and then just reloaded every time. Uh, I, ne- I, had I never had to
0: do that, but, but yeah.
1: But like if it did get cold enough outside, you just wouldn't make it back because it's a really long walk from the ice fishing shed back to the lodge. And so, like every time I would make that, um, she'd go, "Ooh, like, I'm so cold." Yeah, and like I'll put in a sound clip that, from that. <laughs> do it, yeah. And then, like, no matter how long she's been outside, though, like even if she's not that cold, every time she gets back inside, she's like, "Oh wow, I'm so glad I'm inside. I was really cold." And like, you you have to wait in the entryway until she's done saying that before you can move forward, which just like that got my nerves a little bit. But she
0: is okay. an icon.
1: um (laughs) you're like don't come for my nancy
0: nancy deserves any dialogue she gets lonnie manella deserves any time to talk (sighs) i'm starting to get really cold
1: i feel warmer already
0: fishing so this is when an easter egg comes in so the easter eggs in this game are very interesting not specifically in white wolf i never found easter eggs in white wolf because they're very complicated to get um, I wrote down I how to get. I followed
1: directions and I got the Easter egg in this one. You
0: got the Easter egg. I did. Did you? Was it worth it?
1: Uh, like, did you get the nightmare? I did get the nightmare. Do you want me to explain all of the? Yeah, process? go for it. Go for it. Okay, so um, it says that you can technically trigger the e- Easter egg as soon as you are done um with the ice fishing challenge, like as soon as you catch the two foot pike. Um, but I couldn't trigger it until after like a later event occurred where like Lupe and, um, Ollie are fighting about how she messed up his gun. Um, but then immediately after that fight, if you go into the bathroom, um, you'll hear like Nancy, like sing a little jingle. She'll be like, call 155 Mystico or whatever. Call one five 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 Mystico and prepare to be amazed. And then, so if you go, um down to the phone and then type one five 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 and then Mystico, but in like the phone letters, you know what I mean, um, then like a, a hotline for like a, a cheap psychic will come up basically. And like you have several like options, but the Easter egg only comes up, like um, the literal Easter egg that you get in your inventory only comes up if you say that you ask for like something very special because um, he offers like to tell you your future or whatever. Um, And like, I think you could probably also get hints if you like try the other dialogue options, but it it only lets you do it once. So I just did something very special. And then if you click that one and then go back up to the ice fishing shed, which fun fact, after you complete the ice fishing challenge, the shed blows up because somebody in a black ski suit throws a bomb at it. And then you're stuck trying to hop from like little, like um, she calls them ice flows, but like, I know there's a different name for them.
0: No, they're ice flows.
1: Really? Okay, maybe I'm just silly. Anyways, you have to jump from ice float, to isolate to actually survive. Um, that one was a little bit annoying. I did die doing that one a couple of times. But, yeah, because you um, you get colder after each jump. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, but if you go back to the ice fishing shed, it's miraculously still a thing. Um, but it just teleports you directly inside the shed rather than having to walk all the way there as soon as you like go down that specific trail. Mm-hmm. um and then if you go fishing again a little easter egg will come at the very bottom so you have to like time it exactly right and then if you catch the easter egg you can go back to the lodge and then one of the guest rooms isn't being um occupied by anybody i think so it's a lot mm-hmm. but um once you get the easter egg you can go into that room and it's got like two chairs and like just a bunch of easter eggs just all over the room as like decor there's like a tree of easter eggs and then there's like one on the mantle that you can pick up as well um and then after that, when you go to sleep next, because, again, Nancy likes sleeps, you know, to, in order to um, force the passage of time, because some events are, like, time-triggered, you can get Nancy to sleep, which or is what you do every night. there's nowhere to go at midnight, so you just sleep. <laughs> it's true. Um, so, but the next time you go to sleep, no matter when you wake up, some of the things that you had to wake up exactly at midnight for this to work, but it's not true. Um, yeah, she'll have a bad dream where it's, like, this little, like, puppet scene where um there's like a wolf going through the like you know the trees and there's like other like fun like christmas it's like it's like a christmas snowy scene um with like you know like a, a reindeer and like some other like cute animals and then at the end the like i like crappy 2d version of the wolf face just comes out and like jump scares you a little bit but it's not scary at all and she's like ah my subconscious is wacky or something when she gets up but yeah that's the easter egg yeah so this is the
0: most complicated way to get an easter egg that i have seen in like almost any nancy game um sometimes you get achievements unlocked um depending on the game for unlocking the easter eggs i think this game was a little too early to have that but yeah the easter eggs are in pretty much every nancy game and they all have like their little hidden ways to get them. The walkthroughs will almost always tell you how to get them. And sometimes you find them on accident. I know in a couple games, I would just like be exploring too much and I would find them. I know in one game, you there's like a little Easter egg holder that if you put enough Easter eggs in it, it'll make a better Easter egg, <laughs> like a more Fabergé Easter egg. But these are literal oh. Easter eggs. Um, so the ice... We talked about the ice flow puzzle, bit annoying, Um, really hard uh, because as you jump, they disappear or reappear. And so you have to hit the right ones to get the right corner to reappear so you can get to your jacket and to the wolf. Well, the wolf has the jacket and then the wolf runs away, but to get to the jacket and then to progress. And then once you get back to the hotel, um, you get inside, you're thankful. Oh, you also get hit with an avalanche if you go too far in this section i believe the part this, where i kept
1: dying as a kid
0: yes because you couldn't figure out how to turn around or that you could turn around yeah um yeah
1: because so like anybody who's played an Nancy game obviously you have to move the cursor to different parts of the screen in order to see what your movement options are and on the wii i guess i just didn't move it to the bottom of the screen to see that i could turn around because i thought that the only way i could go was forward And so I kept going forward and Nancy keeps saying like, oh, I really shouldn't be walking here without snowshoes. I'm making so much noise. I'm going to cause an avalanche. And then she just causes an avalanche if you go far enough and then dies. So I just kept doing that. And I was like, I give up. Yeah, not not, where it ended for eight year old me. But for 21 year
0: old you, you were able to realize that you can turn around um yay but then you follow ski tracks back down to the lodge there um and then you see a piece of black fabric in the uh obelisk the needle um and you're like "Hmm, black fabric interesting and that's part of the story this is all out of order obviously because everyone does it in a different order but um tino wants you to do a survey of everyone in the shack or everyone in the hotel, in the shack. (laughs) Um, Tino wants you to do a survey of everyone. Um, So you have to go around asking what handedness they are or figuring it out um, by like watching them do stuff or something. Um, We need to find their hometown, whether they like pepper, um, which all of these things do sort of come in handy at some point, not all of them, but some of them come in handy. and we have to ask them their favorite planet and of course uh what's his name lou the college dude um decides that his favorite planet is planet x it's like a metaphysical planet i'm an artist wow Uh, (laughs) he's a college art art student
1: like he's just better than everyone for a second because he says his art is like dirt art and I just yeah. like I was like okay not to like shame anybody for their art but what what the hell
0: you and be, also like, his what? favorite medium she's just like what's your favorite medium like just say paint just say sculpting yeah don't don't say dirt and then not at least explain like,
1: it. at least say like clay or something he's just like no it's yeah. dirt and I'm like dude what the huh
0: Or like explain why you're saying dirt right away instead of making us be like, wait, what the heck is happening? (laughs) Yeah, he's a he's a little for asking, but
1: like, (laughs) yeah,
0: he's a little bit annoying. Anyway, doing all of this gets you the lock code to the snowshoes because I believe Tino has them. Um, Yeah.
1: So Chantal gives Tino the lock. Code and then like to force you to interact with him basically, and then he makes you do this whole stupid survey thing, and then you get the snowshoes, oh. and then you get the results for the survey. Do you want to
0: explain the results for the survey that he gives you?
1: Oh yeah, so he tells you that it's uh the snowshoeing, skiing, bird watching visitor Bill Kessler, and we're like, huh? That's you described all the guests and not bill kessler because he is like <laughs> literally all but bill kessler <laughs> yeah so yeah
0: doesn't work out but um the pepper thing i think is helpful i can't remember um there were a couple things in there that were helpful and then also you get the snowshoe key so then you can go snowshoeing and go past where you kept dying because of an avalanche and that takes you to McQuaid's shack and i love decoding puzzles and this is where a lot of decoding happens and it's really fun yeah so this is where you find a lot of important information you have to go back here a lot of times um and it also is where we find isis our queen the wolf uh she's a killer we not a killer she's a an independent woman uh i say killer in a positive way but she didn't kill anyone she's an amazing woman wolf human no not a human not a human (laughs) she is not a human but she's a wolf and we love her and i'm gonna stop talking about this but i her name is we find out her name is isis and we find out that she is also a domesticated wolf or a trained wolf i guess and she responds to commands which become helpful later on but this is when you get to test out some of the commands she knows and you also get to explore this shack and figure out kind of some more puzzles, what you need to do later on in the game. And also uh, you find a couple things, like you find the bone, this missing Rex bone that was found um, by Trapper Dan. Um, <laughs> you find yeah. that in there. So yeah, the shack is somewhere that you end up going to a couple times and it leads to the Radium Mines, which are also an important
1: location in the game. So fun place. I and then- I just love the, the wolf. Because I was like, ah, friendly doggo. And that's basically what she is for like the last half of the game.
0: I love her. We
1: love her.
0: Like, I was so pleased with how active she was in this game. Like how much you needed her. I'm glad that she wasn't just like an enigma. (laughs) Um, Yeah,
1: I'm glad that she was like an actual like character that was like interactable. That was cool. Yeah,
0: it was definitely. And like going to that shack, you just felt so accomplished. You were like, I made it here. I made it to an actual point in this game that is
1: important. <laughs> that For isn't me. It felt even like it felt even better because that's the part where you need the snowshoes to get to it. And so I was like, This is the thing that I couldn't reach in the other game because I kept dying. I finally made it. I had the freaking snowshoes. I did it. Boys. <laughs> then this leads you into all of the puzzles
0: that involve tracker dan's um issues and then you also go into the sauna and have to do a pipe sauna puzzle um but i'm really bad at pipe puzzles of like the connecting pipes to get to one place to another um especially when they're timed which the sauna puzzle is a timed puzzle so basically you get locked into the sauna and there is carbon monoxide leaking into your your uh or some some gas no you're gonna die
1: you're gonna pass out of like heat stroke
0: oh is it heat stroke okay
1: yeah, um, like the door gets stuck and you can't get out, and it's like she's like, "Oh, I feel really hot." Like, "Oh no!" Um, and then I had to use the trick where you just wait long enough to turn around, and then the puzzle doesn't become timed anymore, because I died like five times trying to do it on the timer, but it was just too fast. Like, I couldn't do it. I think I ended
0: up just doing it on the timer. I oh, I had Brittany do it. That's how I did it. Um,
1: <laughs> yay, Brittany!
0: And then after getting locked into the sauna, we get this is when we get um bill kessler's backstory but i would like to have an intermission here and ask who did you suspect at this point
1: uh definitely not the guy who actually did it um i don't i don't even think i really had like a specific suspect in mind uh because they all have sort of bills or in the in the sauna I was like oh did Bill do something but like that's obviously what the game wants you to think at that point Um, yeah and
0: like we also hear stuff about Ollie um not having enough money and Chantal isn't giving him a raise um so he has probably
1: yeah so I mean I would say it was probably still Bill at that point for me But I wasn't, like, consciously thinking about it so much. It's like, ooh, I gotta figure out this information.
0: I think I was considering Yanni because we just, like, don't get enough from him. And I was like, it's kind of sus that we don't get to talk to him as much. So I thought it was Yanni. At this point, everyone is still a suspect. Not a lot of, like, narrowing down. Besides Lupe, who ends up, we call her out for being a conservationist and We kind of have to rule her out because she is in it for the betterment of Isis, our beautiful puppy.
1: Yeah. And once she has that fight with Ollie, she gets kicked out because he's like, you mess with my gun and then throws her out of the lodge.
0: And okay. So then we get into um, Bill Kessler's backstory. We find out about how Bill Kessler um, is connected to the lodge and um, in the lobby, there are missing photos. And we find out that Bill Kessler is the one who took those, right?
1: Uh, they're photos of Bill Kessler right?
0: yes or, yeah. yeah they're of his family so we find out that um, Bill Kessler is using like a fake name I believe I don't believe his last name is actually Kessler or something Thank but anyway yeah. um, so we end up having a convo with Bill after the sauna thing and then we kind of have to rule out Bill Kessler as the perpetrator for the wolf thing because he obviously is there for a very specific reason um and that is for his family memorabilia and also i don't know maybe like reclaiming certain aspects of uh his family's own stuff that kind of just got stuck there um so he has his own motives um i kind of ruled out bill after that even though he was kind of one of my main suspects um
1: yeah i i would say i didn't suspect bill after that conversation
0: yeah um bill is cool he he's so funny too he has like a really strong canadian accent um and i don't know he like roasts lou all the time and i think that's cute and then we get to a pyramid puzzle um the pyramid the pyramid puzzle not a pyramid puzzle the pyramid puzzle um One and only. so throughout the game there are a lot of animal heads and the animal heads uh are all important for multiple puzzles Um, the type of animals, I guess. Um, but then the animal heads themselves are also important. Mm -hmm. Um so the pyramid puzzle, you just have to like get all the sides to be each animal. Um, and there are four different animals. So you have to like switch it all to wolf and then switch it all to moose. And I don't remember the animals, switch all to raccoon and so and pig. So um, and then once you open the once you open the pyramid, which it isn't that hard. It's, I was only okay at it because I played that one mini game in New Super Mario Brothers DS in which, <laughs> in which you have to do the flippy things. Um, and I was only good at that because my sister was really bad at it. So I would try to be really good at stuff that she was bad at so that we could like counter each other out. Anyway, okay. um, then we get the journal, we get to decode it and it is Trapper Dan's journal and we get to decode it. My favorite thing ever. So that's fun, and then that leads us further into Trepper Dan's vault and his vault maze. Um, yeah,
1: um, you have to collect all these little like uh, coins that have the different animal heads on them by doing different things, um, and, and you have to play. Once you get the last one, you have to play this, um, or not the last one, the second to last. You have to play the fox and geese game with Bill, and I think just is is kind of said- like,
0: it's a Chinese checkers game. Um, I think is how like it would be described outside of Canada. Um, It's, it's basically Chinese checkers is the way you play it. Um, And this game destroyed me. This, I am not joking. I have, I think I got 10.5 hours on um, White Wolf in my Steam, whatever. And um, three of them were spent playing this Fox and Geese game to get the tokens. It was so hard for me. And there is no cheat for it. There is no way to figure it out through any kind of like puzzle thing. Like there's no thing on the on the uh, on the uh, walkthrough that helps you. It's just like good luck. This is hard.
1: Um. Yeah, because they can't give you like a definitive moves list because it depends on what the like what Bill's token does and that's, like, somewhat random. Like, it's not the same every time. Like, I would use, I once I learned kind of how to strategize a little bit, I would kind of do the same opening every time. And, like, depending on how he moved, it made it, like, harder or easier for me to do that. So, like, I can see why there was no definitive guide. Um, I was very frustrated at the beginning with this game because I just kept losing. And every time you lose, Nancy says, like, the sad voice, like, is it okay if we start over? And, like, you can put that in. Uh, the sound clip. Okay, if we start over. And Josh was playing some other video game, and every time that he heard that sound clip, he would be like, he would laugh, and he'd be like, "So you're not, you're not having a good time over there?" And and he'd make fun of me for failing so bad at a children's game. Um, it's hard. This one is really hard. It's difficult. I would say it took me about an hour to kind of get the hang of it. Um. And then an like An hour though. An hour to complete this puzzle. Yes, an I'm 21 years old this. and it took me like an hour to figure it out. But um, once I got the hang of it, I kind of liked it. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I was like, you know, that's kind of fun.
0: But um, I literally would like just sit on my couch staring at it and like contemplating whether I should just like DNF, do not finish this game. Like I was considering DNFing this game because of this one puzzle. And I was like, I can't do that to
1: Nancy. Nancy would never,
0: Nancy would never do this. She would be disappointed in me if I did this. So I kept going, but
1: it's so satisfying though, when you start to corner him and like have force him into like a a space. And like, I was like, this, this is good. I'm intelligent. I am so smart.
0: Yeah, I agree. It is like, it does feel good once you get it. And I am happy that I, when I did play this that i completed it because um and i don't know if it's easier on junior mode or if it's the same vibe um i don't know how much easier it maybe is maybe he messes up um, more unlike junior mode. yeah maybe he's less offensive and more defensive um because he's like ready to kill you in yeah in like there were so many mode. times where
1: like i thought i had him cornered and then he would, like, find, like, the one thing that I had forgotten about and, like, hop over it. And I'd be, like, dad. And then he'd make, like, two jumps and wind up on the other side of the board. And I'd be, like, yeah!
0: Yeah, it's so hard. It's so hard. Um, this is, like, the thing that killed my spirit for at least three days straight um, while playing this game. <sighs> so then once you do the fox and geese thing, you get keys. And you get, um, you have to know Isis's commands. Um like left right up down kind of vibe forward backward um jump i don't know pause stop there were all of these commands that you would have to give and she would basically be in a maze in the mines in the radium there are radium mines because of course there are radium mines yeah Um, you access
1: it through the the dude's shack the one who trained the dog
0: mcquade um yeah so you access it through mcquade's shack um through another puzzle with the animals, you have a little like drop-down thing. This one wasn't that bad, in my opinion. Yeah, it wasn't that hard. Um,
1: it's kind of like a slot machine, is what it reminded me of.
0: Yeah, that's that's also how I would probably describe it like best is that you kind of have to do like a, you just have to line things up well enough. Um, it's a controlled slot machine. Yeah. <laughs> um, you use ISIS to complete the rest of the puzzles. And the point is to try and get into the needle. Um, Because once we get into the needle, we can figure out who did the crimes. Yay! (laughs) Am I missing anything before we get into the ending? I don't think so. Okay. There's other things that happen, obviously. There are different story beats. There are different, um, you know, like there are a couple different puzzles we probably haven't touched on just because they're really small
1: puzzles um or they're not as consequential to the game yes oh wait. so now we can talk about how lou was selling dinosaur bones on the black market that's all we really need to say about it but i feel like it's important to mention that lou was selling dinosaur bones on the black market which makes sense he's an art student he's broke but yes he's a criminal um
0: well that I was gonna get into that because we end up going to um I
1: know but it happens before you get into the needle so yeah yeah
0: we find that out because dinosaur bones are also a weird part of this game
1: (laughs) it was at this point that I started to suspect Lou like high key I was like he defensive and I think something sus is going on
0: yeah also he was reading Call of the Wild by Jack London and only a sociopath
1: would read that so true Ned was like oh it's a good book and I was like is it should
0: Ned should I be sus?
1: Of you? Ned, should I should I be worried?
0: I feel like I should be worried. Should I think that you're about to kill me right now, Ned? Should I come I think- home? <laughs> no, you shouldn't. <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: not safe.
0: Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love Ned, um, and he you know. is he's a he goes to Emerson College, fun fact. Um, what or Emerson University, is it a university or college anyway? goes to Emerson he has a lot of Emerson buds he's an icon I I love him yeah that's one thing about this game really quick um so for the Nancy Drew games they age Nancy up to college age um in the books she is about 16 but a lot of the mysteries happen um while she's 16 and in the video games they age her up to 18 19 20 ish um and Ned is in college and that's his excuse for not being a part of a lot of these mysteries whereas like in the books he might be more involved. So, we find out who the perpetrator of all of these crimes were and blaming the wolf and all that. It is Lou. Lou sucks. So we get into the needle um through the radium mines thanks to Isis helping us. Um and we <laughs> we end up in this like square room in the obelisk and we find a university bag with a bunch of bombs in them in it yeah um and it's obviously Lou's university so we're like okay this is uh very very sus i think it's Lou and then Yanni comes in
1: <laughs> and he's like oh i saw the door was open and it's like bitch how the hell did you get in here <laughs> Because we had to go through so many like freaking tunnels and things to get here. Uh, it just, oh my God. Anyways.
0: Yeah. So do you want to break down the
1: ending um, a bit? Because yeah, so when talk I saw, about- yeah, when I saw the bag of explosives, I was like, okay, yeah, I knew Lou was sus. And then Yanni comes in, I'm like, oh, he's going to like help me or whatever, help me catch Lou or something. And then he like drops his little armband that he's been wearing, which I assumed was like, I don't know, like a heart rate monitor, like a Fitbit, but like. Organic. I thought it was a heart
0: rate monitor too, yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, so he drops that on his way out, and then like you see the black ski suit from like the person that like you know lopped something, like, lobbed an explosive at you before, and
0: um, and also so, the black material that was stuck in the doorway of the
1: of, of the, the obelisk, yeah, for the yeah. other entrance. But yeah, and then ISIS comes in with the black glove in her mouth and like drops it on the floor next to the like the little heart rate monitor thing. And so you're like, oh shit, it's actually Yanni because the smell matches because the, you, you learned earlier that Isis can smell match things because she's a dog. Um, and then you look at the heart rate monitor. It's not actually a heart rate monitor, it's like a, a seismic something. It detects like um, you you have a phone call earlier with a scientist that explains that you can use explosives to detect different minerals in the ground using seismology so it's like a seismic detector kind of thing not a heart rate monitor and he has set it to explode a bomb in the room the one that was in lou's backpack which presumably he stole and so you're like oh no isis we gotta go and then you leave with the dog and you survive the explosion happens the needle is kablooey um and then you see that yanni is getting away on a snowmobile and then Ollie comes in and is like, hey, I heard an explosion. Are you okay? And you're like, yes, but I'm stealing your snowmobile. And then you chase after him in the snowmobile. And that, that snowmobile chase took so long. Well,
0: I think one of the things that like was helpful in having trouble with it was in the walkthrough, it'll tell you, you don't need to uh, catch him in the yeah. chase. You just need to be able to follow him and keep an eye on him um so you're not really yeah. trying to catch him you just want to make sure he's still on screen the whole time um
1: yeah and then I kept like I crashed the snowmobile at that point but at that point Chantal's was the you just go straight to restarting it yeah. um but it still took because I was like almost to the end of it when I crashed I said like, no um because like I feel like it takes like several minutes of this chase scene to get it's to the a, end of it
0: it's a really long chase yeah
1: yeah I was like, I get this is the finale, but like, it just feels a little tedious, but like, it was fine. It was cool. And then Yanni goes over a ski slope and there's like a cut scene where like he, you know, crashes the snowmobile and like lands in the snow and is not like dying, but is like injured. So he can't run. Um, and so he, and Nancy like recaps the entire case and is like, oh yeah, he confessed to everything. He was trying to find, um, radium or plutonium or whatever. Yeah. He was trying to find something. Of- Uh, some radioactive material for Fredonia because they wanted to use it to make something. He's like, I don't know what they wanted to make and it's obviously a nuclear weapon. Um, And then, because he was like a spy. And then anyway, so he gets arrested. And then, you know, Nancy kind of recaps what happens to everybody else and how Chantal is happy because people are now booking a lot of stays at the lodge because it's like the whole true crime thing has made the local And
0: she recaps it it all to Ned. Um, Yeah. That's how a lot of these... Uh, end is she's writing a letter to either her dad or ned or um her her nanny can't remember hannah her, her nanny hannah um who's like their housekeeper person um and when her mom died hannah became like a very strong maternal figure in nancy's life nancy's mom is dead by the way um sad for nancy yeah uh there's an actual There are a couple games that actually focus in a lot on the death of her mother, which is interesting. Anyway, this game was uh, number 11 out of 33. (laughs) Um, In, out of 30, I think 30. Yeah, this was 19 out of 30 um, on my games list where one is the best. So this this was 11 down from the end. Um, and a lot of that was mainly because of the puzzles and the, the ease of use. I think the phone was a pain in the butt. I liked the story a lot, and I thought the setting was important. Um, I have, like, a whole ranking list. I'm not going to go through it. Um, but it got a 33.5 out of 45 on my Nancy Drew Peace rating game. <laughs> um, Metacritic gave it a 73 on PC and a 67 on Wii. And that's pretty much how everyone else rated it as well. But I think that this was a good one, not the best, obviously, um, and it definitely wasn't close to my near f- my favorites or anything either. But what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I was like, it was cool. It was a good one. Also, I we have the image from Lucy's PowerPoint on all the Nancy Drew games. I will post it on our Instagram so that people can see the full breakdown. But um, so I liked it. It felt satisfying to be able to complete it and be like, haha, look. Eight or nine year old self, I did it at 21 and still needed a lot of help. But anyways, so it was cool. Um, it was fun to play. I haven't played a Nancy game in so long, so the nostalgia was a little bit of fun. And um, yeah, I, I thought it was it was good. Um, again, I need like I would need more Nancy games to compare it to. And obviously, I will have that as we have further seasons. Yeah, no, it was fun. I mean, there was some parts where I was frustrated. There was a part where I got stuck for a while because I forgot to make that phone call. But mm-hmm. um, Oh, the cooking sim kind of sucked. I did not like. I liked making breakfast, but I hated the other meals.
0: Oh, I I have a lot to say about the cooking sim, but we'll get into that when we talk about the gluten free scale.
1: Yes, true. Yeah, so we can go to ratings. Um, unless you have any other tidbits to add. No. Okay. Comparing this to all other games in existence, I'm not like I'm not an avid Nancy player. Like Lucy, don't get offended. I know the Nancy games from a special spot in your heart. You're good. Like for me it's like it's better than blue toad murder files right and so i'm trying to remember what i gave blue toad murder files because it's like you gave blue- i think i gave it you like gave it like five a six or a six i think you gave okay, it a six blue toad murder files does not deserve a six in in retrospect but i would give nancy like again i it's comparing it to all other games like a 6.5 because like it's it's, it's an anti Nancy at what it's supposed to be doing it's good at it so like in the red, it like in the specific category of, like, PC mystery games, right, it gets, like, an eight, but, like, in the category of all playable games, you know, it's just not, it doesn't hold a candle for me to some of my other favorite games, and I don't have yeah. a ton of nostalgia tied to it either.
0: Yeah, for me, like, with one being the best Nancy Drew game, definitively, definitively, I, like, I definitely didn't rank them on my favorites, I ranked them on, like, quality and, uh. You
1: tried to be objective, folks
0: it was a very objective list. Some of my favorites are near the bottom. So, um, this got, uh, 19 out of 30. It definitely wasn't my favorite one. Um, on the scale of like all games in existence, this was definitely like a five or a six. I think some of the puzzles were really hard. It was kind of annoying to play at some points. Um, I liked the story. I love radium mines. Um, I love a good mine. Um, I love a good wolf, you know, stuff like that. But like, Again, it isn't the best game ever, but then in terms of Nancy games, it also isn't the best game ever. Uh, so I think in terms of Nancy games, it gets like a four for me. Um, <laughs> I
1: was so, worried about being too harsh.
0: No, you're fine. I I really do have like a lot of strong feelings towards the Nancy games. So you'll hear a lot of those throughout the rest of yes. this, our Nancy experience together, um, which I'm excited to share. Yeah. Um, so on a gluten-free scale, where one means everything was gluten-free and we are in space and can't eat anything, I guess, because that seems to be our default. That was, that was our default. Yeah, that's the, that's the control group, I guess. Um, and five is you are cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner for everyone and
1: you have to do it and you're supposedly eating that food as well what would you give this? Uh, I would give this like a four or four and a half because like almost, so like I would have hives continuously because like my skin is like pretty sensitive to stuff like gluten and everything. Like if I touch something that has gluten in it and like I don't wash my hands right away or like I touch my face or like anything then I just get like hives or like anyways, it's not fun. So if I had to cook the French toast, the burgers with the glutinous buns, the quesadillas croutons, the quesadillas the croutons on the south sal- on the salad for dinner all that kind of stuff like there is not a meal that is safe uh, like if i had to eat this food i could live off of just the omelets the canadian bacon um like a burger with no patty i guess and a salad and some salmon with no croutons obviously and no cheese can- there's a lot of dairy in this game as well but i'm not gonna get into that we don't have time to unpack all that And you're no longer Um, allergic to eggs,
0: so that helps.
1: Yeah, so, like, I could survive, but, like, just the fact that I would be forced to cook this stuff would be an unpleasant time for me. So this game has a ton of gluten in it. Not good.
0: Yeah, in terms of Nancy games, I would give this one, like, a four and a half, because there are a lot of Nancy games where you don't have to eat anything, and there are some Nancy games where you can, you actually get to eat food. So you get to eat either cookies or like when you're in Scotland, you get to eat all of these weird Scottish foods. So you don't actually get to eat in this game. So I would get it lower just because the gameplay doesn't involve eating. But mm-hmm. yeah, I would be vomiting just from being like in the room with all this gluten for so long, um, yeah. three times a day. And I would also get like hives and rashes. And at least I'm not like allergic to cheese and stuff, so I wouldn't have an issue with the same eating restrictions that you would have. But it would be pretty similar um and yeah so on the gluten free scale this is a very glutinous game
1: (laughs) yeah very Um, much lots of gluten
0: yes there is literally no way to not experience a glutening in this game
1: (laughs) (laughs) the glutening oh my god um yeah so we can go to achievements in our little wrap-up section
0: what achievements have you unlocked this week?
1: Uh, I finished up my internship last week. So now I'm chilling. I just have like a week off before, um, school starts and like kind of sad that my internship that you... is over. Yeah. Uh, sorry
0: about your, in- I know, but you'll, you'll love working on campus more than you'll love doing internet stuff. I think maybe.
1: No, cause I'm getting paid less. And honestly, <laughs> honestly, a work from home job is nicer. Um,
0: yeah, fair enough. Yeah. My achievement this week is that I got a bookcase, a new bookcase. So now I have two in my apartment and uh now I have more places to store my books. And that is Yay. all that matters in life. So that was everything for Nancy Drew, the white wolf of Icicle Creek. And you can follow us on Instagram at Gluten Free Gaming Pod, at Twitter, um, at GF Gaming Pod. You can email us, gluten free gaming pod on At gmail.com. What what else do we have?
1: (laughs) Yes. um, We also have a YouTube channel, Gluten-Free Gaming uh, Podcast. And I am on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Lisi underscore galaxy. And maybe I'll play Goat Simulator. We will decide. Uh, (laughs) Anyways.
0: We also have a TikTok. You don't need to follow it.
1: (laughs) We do have a TikTok. Gluten-Free Gaming Pod. Do follow it. uh, Because we're cool like that. Anyways, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. uh,
0: And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.
1: Later, skater.